from MPB Think Radio. This is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Mary Margaret Miller, here today with Kamel King. As we do every Friday, we'll be traveling across the state, letting you know about people, places, and events that make Mississippi a unique and fascinating place. Our first stop today will be in Macomb for the Macomb Music and Heritage Festival. Then we'll move on to Meridian and feature all things grand opening for Mississippi's arts and entertainment experience, a great new museum known as the Max. We'll speak with marketing assistant Nicole Etheridge, and we'll also speak to Sharon McConnell Dickerson. She's the featured artist for the first exhibition of the Max. We'll end our show with musical group Compositions. Hold on tight because we're going for a ride here on Next Stop Mississippi. We'll be right back after the news. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller with MississippiToday.org, joined as always by Visit Mississippi's Kamel King. We're so pleased to be back with you again on a great Friday morning talking about all the wonderful things happening around Mississippi. Yes. So many fun events happening in the spring up and down the state. So lots to talk about today, lots to cover, where we will be focusing really today on uh, Central and East Mississippi. We're going to spend a lot of time today talking about the new Mississippi Arts and Entertainment Experience Museum in Meridian. Yes. Opens this weekend, grand opening. Really exciting, big, long time coming. Oh, my God. uh, But lots planned. So we'll get into that later in the show. But before we get too far into the day, welcome and hello, Kamel. Hello, hello. I'm so glad to be here as I am every Friday to see your smiling face and talk to these wonderful listeners. I know, wonderful listeners, and we do want to hear from our listeners. We know there's a lot happening around Mississippi and just too much to talk about in one hour, so please do give us a call today and tell us what's happening in your neck of the woods. That number is 1-877-672-7464. That's 877-MPB-RING. Yes. So how has your week been going? What do you have going on at Mississippi today? Well, Kamel, we've had a great week at Mississippi today. I've been very busy, and yesterday I served on a grants panel for the Mississippi Arts Commission. That was pretty exciting, a great way for me to kind of stay in tune with what's happening around the state. I learned about a lot. Yeah. Also did a lot of reading. It was a lot of reading, 21 grants to review. Oh, wow. That's a lot of work, but uh, it was worthwhile. I had a great day there, and um, looking forward to Sunday, I'll be traveling to Cleveland, Mississippi, for a reading of Beautiful Agitators. This is an incredible play based on oral histories with local community members about the life of Vera Mae Piggy. She was a Mm. wonderful civil rights leader that uh, really started a movement in her hometown of Clarksdale from her beauty shop. So a great, uh, great story written by local uh, community members and will be... uh, uh, you know, a live reading this Sunday at 2 p.m. on the Delta State campus. Uh, so check that out. You can go to Mississippi Today's Facebook page for more information. Nice, nice. Now, uh, Kamel, I know you're staying busy. You're all over the place. You guys unveiled a Freedom Trail marker this week on Biloxi Beach. That's a wonderful accomplishment. Yes, indeed. And uh, um, big shout out to the Freedom Trail Task Force and Dr. Uh, Leslie McLemore and Maggie uh, Lowry Stevenson over at uh, MDA Visit Mississippi. Yeah. This past uh, Thursday, Wednesday, I'm sorry, uh, Marker was unveiled uh, right there on Biloxi Beach for the Biloxi Wade-In. And if you know anything about civil rights, there was a huge uh, turning point in the movement where so many different people came down and pastors and and church and mixed demographics came down and got into the Biloxi Beach and were beaten and arrested uh, just for mixing the races in the the ocean that is God's creation, you know, and uh, it it really was a turning point. So a marker was put down to commemorate that for the rest of history. That's right. And that marker is, is very close to the Biloxi Lighthouse, the iconic Biloxi Lighthouse. So yes. it's easy to find. And the images from the Biloxi weighed in are so powerful. Oh, yeah. uh, the photographs from that time. And of course, those markers uh, include the images and the text and, you know, a real full history of those uh, events. Yeah. All right. Well, wonderful. Uh, Now, we're going to move right into our first interview this morning. Calvin Phelps is on the line. He's joining us from the Macomb Music and Heritage Festival. Welcome, Calvin. Thank you for having me on. 
Well, we're super pleased to have you on the show today. I'm amazed that you've got time to talk to us because there is a lot <laughs> happening in Macomb um, this weekend, starting today. Oh, absolutely. Actually, I'm in my car driving around. I pulled over to talk to you. <laughs> wow. Uh, we've got a dinner this evening that we're uh, going to be having at St. Andrew's Activity Center that's going to kick off the event. A uh, French-themed supper with dancing and uh, from there, we just uh, start going Saturday morning at 9 o'clock, 9.45. We're going to have a sidewalk parade, uh, a little bit unusual, but a uh, cast of characters are going to be dressing up and uh, walking around downtown uh, Macomb, uh, getting the festivities started. Oh, that sounds really fun. Now, what, <laughs> a sidewalk parade, I guess that means you don't block off any streets. No, no, we're not going to be blocking off streets. Um, and uh, we're encouraging people to bring, like, wagons or tricycles and decorate them and uh, we have some characters. Uh, we have a librarian here, Miss Maddie. Uh, she has a character, Scooter the Mouse, and he's going to be in the parade. And it's just going to be a fun time for, for everybody just to kick the event off. That sounds really sweet. I, I just finished this book uh, by uh, Michael Ferris Smith um, called Desperation Road, and it's set in Macomb. So I feel like I've been in Macomb every day for about the last two weeks. So when oh, you talk awesome. about the sidewalk parade, I feel like I'm right there with you. Well, we actually, we have a little, uh, we're calling it the book nook. Uh, what we've done this year is a little bit different. Uh, we usually have a street festival, a street, par- I mean, a street, uh, a street festival with uh, food vendors and such set up on Railroad Boulevard. But there was expected construction this year, and they turned off the power on the street. And so we had to, like, improvise uh, and create uh, what we're calling a, an arts and entertainment district. We're using uh, available uh, vacant buildings downtown, uh, all the theaters downtown, and we're just, uh, you know, in, enacting all these spaces. And one of the places that we have uh, created is called the Book Nook, and we're going to have some author readings, local Macomb authors, and uh, uh, also the Friends of the Pike County Libraries are going to have a book sale going on there at the same time. Uh, so we've just got so many things going on. <laughs> Wow. Well, it's very interesting how you're doing the festival. And I don't know if you've done it like this uh, every year, but I mean, you've got uh, two music stages and then, like you said, you're spreading it out amongst venues. So it's so cool that you're probably going to create a synergy in that part of town that is going to make the entire area like a festival. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what we've been uh, envisioning for Macomb, uh, I'm, we're, the Macomb Creative Economy Partnership is what's putting the festival on, uh, but what we really envision is an arts and entertainment district in downtown Macomb. And so this is kind of like a trial run, really. Uh, we're going to have, you know, State Street Theater is going to be showing uh, cartoons on loops so people can drop in there. We'll have popcorn and sodas there. Uh, we've got the Palace Theater that's got a, a music stage. Big Daddy's Blues Club has a music stage as well. Um, but we also have artwork by you know, kids at the Slifer Building, which is at the corner of State and Broadway. And by the way, all this information is on the website. It's uh, MacombArts.com. Uh, it's a lot of information. But we're, I mean, we have artwork in Macomb Electric Supply, St. Andrew's Activity Center, Tapasal General Store, uh, the Harlan Building, the Slifer Building. It's artwork everywhere. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. Um, and yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just a, uh, the synergy that we're feeling about this is really great. Well, it, it's really cool to think about the infusion going into your downtown businesses and mm-hmm. uh, these great spaces that maybe sometimes you don't have a good reason or a good excuse to get inside of. But um, tomorrow with your Macomb Music and Heritage Festival, it's all the reason. It's mm-hmm. all free. It's all ages. Uh, now, Calvin, while we've got you on the line, this is a little bit related to your festival, but I'd love to hear more about this Macomb Arts Trail. This sounds really cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we, uh, the Macomb Creative Economy Partnership has created a arts trail. Uh, and at this moment, we have one sculpture that's been created. It's a sculpture of Bo Diddley, and it's downtown by the Railroad Depot Museum. Uh, and it's, uh, we've also renamed the uh, pavilion downtown to be the Bo Diddley Pavilion. We had the family of the, the estate of Bo Diddley come in for that. Um, and then we have another marker uh, that's going to be on Summit Street, which is part of the Chitlin Circuit, a really important uh, blues street here in Macomb. Uh, the next marker is going to be for Vasti Jackson, oh, and we're yeah. looking at a couple of more in the in the works. So we're just, you know, we're celebrating all the, you know, the talent that we've got in Macomb and making it known that 
you know, this is, uh, you know, a, a rich uh, historical place. Well, so I do want you to describe for our listeners what this Bo Diddley marker looks like. Now, Bo Diddley, um, you know, was a, a really great uh, kind of rockabilly style blues musician. And so I think oftentimes when we think about uh, art trails or sculptures, we have one certain thing in mind. But I want you to describe the Bo Diddley sculpture. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it was created by uh, a local artist here, Jimmy Webb. And, I mean, he really doesn't call himself an artist, but he is. Um, he's, he's a metal worker, uh, does a lot of construction work. Uh, he saw an image of Bo Diddley in Rolling Stone, a black-and-white photograph of him performing of Bo Diddley on stage in this, like, amazing pose with the guitar held in a, in a great way. And he just went from that photograph and created a 3D version of it. Mm. Uh, and it's, it's, you know, it's cut out of steel. It's got, uh, you know, shapes cut out. The guitar is welded. And, I mean, it's kind of like folks already in a way, but it's it's a huge sculpture. It's like six, seven feet tall. Um, actually, maybe more than that. Oh, it's like got to be at least tall. twelve. Yeah, oh it's my huge. God. Yeah, yeah. I was like just thinking, like, from, I took a picture of someone standing next to it, and it's actually it's quite large. Um, and uh, the city's been very supportive. They've put in a sidewalk in front of it. Uh, we're getting a storyboard created for each of the uh, markers so that people can understand, you know, who these artists are, where they came from and why they're important to Macomb and the history of rock and roll, the history of, you know, blues, um, all, all the different types of genres that we're going to be selecting from. And the markers aren't just going to be musicians. Uh, eventually, we'll, I mean, we're looking at, like... Calvin, did we lose you? Are you there? Yes, there we sorry, go. We, you cut out just a bit. Oh, okay, sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, now, Calvin... We're, we're, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I tell you that that sculpture is amazing, and and speaking of music, the lineup is crazy. I mean, I you know I love uh, Lillian Axe and Will Gatlin, but they've got my man Castro, Mister Sip Coleman, performing, and that is my guy right there. I love he is so he's like lightning in a bottle. So I'm That's I'm so truth. glad he's a headliner. Yeah, yeah, we were we were really lucky this year. Uh, we had great sponsorships, and we were able to get. Uh, I call it. And Castro is a, a hometown hero from from that area. So, and Absolutely. and what's also great is he's got a a new club out that way uh, that he's opened up a new blues club. So I definitely uh, want people to to frequent that because that man knows his music, his guitars, and he knows how to create a good time. So I'm sure that venue is going to do very well. Absolutely, yeah. We we're so lucky to have Castro here. He's such a great guy. And um, Lillian, I guess I, I'm not. I wasn't familiar with him before the festival. The uh, entertainment committee uh, brought them uh, on, and they have they performed in Macomb quite a quite a long time ago. So this is going to be like a return for them. And a lot of people are really excited about them coming. But I've heard people from like Hammond, Jackson, New Orleans that are interested in coming up to see Lillian. And I, people were texting me on, on Facebook asking me how much for the tickets, and it's free. I mean, it's like we, we again, those sponsors, like, help us put this all on for free. Well, it's it's outstanding community support and a great uh, infusion into uh, Macomb's economy, Macomb's creative economy. So if you want to check out more about the Macomb Creative Economy Partnership, about this weekend's Macomb Music and Heritage Festival, you can go to macombarts.com. Calvin Phelps has been on the line with us today talking about the festival, but it's time for us to take a quick break. When we return, we'll head to Meridian for the grand opening of The Max. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Standing member of MPB Think Radio, we appreciate your support of our programs. To become a sustainer, go to mpbonline.org. 
Hi, this is Bill Ellison, host of Grassroots on MPB. Few artists have had greater influence on American folk and acoustic music than guitarist Doc Watson. Doc was part of the 1960s folk revival. He was also a star of the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band's early 70s classic Will the Circle Be Unbroken album. And he's in the Bluegrass Music Hall of Fame. Doc is also a frequent guest in the Bluegrass Cabin, so come see us on Grassroots Saturday night at 8 on MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller with MississippiToday.org, joined by Kamel King of Visit Mississippi. If you're just joining us before the break, we spoke with Calvin Phelps about the Macomb Music and Heritage Festival and also about the Macomb Creative Economy Partnership. Lots of synergy happening in downtown Macomb, so no reason not to check it out this weekend. Mm -hmm. Now, we're moving along, headed over to the Queen City, to Meridian, for the grand opening of the Mississippi Arts and Entertainment Experience. Nicole Etheridge with the Max is on the line. Welcome, Nicole. Hi, thank you for having me. Well, Nicole, we're really pleased to have you and yes. just want to extend a congratulations in advance of tomorrow's grand opening. It's so much happening in this wonderful space. I've enjoyed reading about it, learning more about it, getting prepared for today's show. So I can only imagine how high you are right now. I mean. Yes, it, it doesn't even seem real yet, but it is very exciting. Now, Nicole, we we in Mississippi are really proud of our creative and our cultural legacy. We like to brag about our writers and our artists and our musicians and a plethora of other performers and creative people. But I think one thing that really sets apart the Max, uh, the Mississippi Arts and Entertainment Experience, is you guys really do a deep dive into the creative process. It's not just about Eudora Welty and B.B. King. Mm -hmm. It's about how they became these legendary, these iconic uh, Americans that we know Mm -hmm. today. Absolutely. I think one of my favorite things about the match is that it's not just about one genre or one, you know, artistic talent. It's, you know, we have writers and musicians and um, painters and potters and all of the above. And uh, I think what's neat is that we show how, what influenced them when they were in Mississippi, and we also show how Mississippians have influenced the world. It's not, and it's also so hands-on um, that it makes it a lot different than what I think most people think about when they think museum experience. Mm-hmm. This is a lot different. It's not just, you know, you're going to come in and see, you know, Elvis Presley's jumpsuit and a book by John Grusom or something. There's a lot more to it. And so it's really neat to see who you know, these people all came from Mississippi, and it's really neat to see how they have affected the entire world. Now, Nicole, give us a roadmap on, you know, the idea of the MAX, how it got started, you know, how you guys uh, got the funding and the ideas and curated it to be such a different type of experience all the way into now the grand opening. Well, the idea for the MAX actually um, started about two decades ago, so it's kind of been a long time in the making. And it finally kind of took its first step towards reality in 2001. That's probably when the Senate, you know, voted um, to make this possible. But then there was Hurricane Katrina and the Great Recession. And so it kind of put Mississippi in a bind. So the Max kind of got put on the back burner for a little while. Um, so they finally broke ground in 2015. And uh, it's just kind of grown from there. I think at first maybe the idea was mostly just to do kind of a music museum, that kind of thing. And it really kind of grew into this uh, huge experience where we cover all the artists. And then it's also, you know, going to be a place where there will be classes, um, there will be concerts, all kinds of things besides just the museum. Nicole, you've gotten a lot of great um, press on on the uh, the museum. There's a beautiful cover story in this month's issue of Legends Magazine. A wonderful story by Julian Rankin there. A great piece on Mississippi Today this week about the evolution of the museum. But let's talk a little bit about what all is happening this weekend. I'm looking at a lineup about the different programs and activities you have planned for this grand opening. So uh, give us a, a sort of a highlight reel of how we can get involved this weekend. So tonight is the grand opening gala. I know that's what a lot of people have heard a lot about just because it's the big first event. But there's a lot more going on besides just this gala. 
So even if you can't make it tonight, um, tomorrow morning is a really busy day. We start off at 9 a.m. with a ribbon cutting. And then the rest of the day we have events going on all day long. We're going to have a panel discussion um, called Building the Experience. And in that panel we'll have um, the architect, Bob Luke. We'll have some of the exhibit designers and a lot of the people that have been working on this from New Orleans, Washington, D.C., all over that have all had a part in the MAC. Um, After that, at about 11.30, we're going to have an artist lecture from Andy Young of Pearl River Glass. Uh, there's a beautiful, one of the exhibits at the MAX is a church exhibit, and there's a beautiful stained glass window that is part of that church, and that was made by um, Pearl River Glass, and Andy Young came up with the design, and it's really neat um, to hear what all is actually in this stained glass window. It's one of those things that you're not going to be able to just kind of quickly pass by in the museum, because um, there are so many kind of, there are so many things that are almost kind of hidden, uh, like, and for instance, kind of have to actually touch the stained glass to really find it all. I didn't realize until last week when I went up on a tour with the president of the MAX that if you touch a certain part of the stained glass, you can feel the outline of the catfish. And so that was mm. something that Andy Young kind of has hidden in there. So go into the lecture, you'll really know, you know, what all's in the stained glass window. Um, and then at two, or at 2 o'clock is one of my favorite things that's happening that day. Um, we're going to have an artist demonstration by Sharon McConnell Dickerson. I think y'all oh, have yes. a later, aren't y'all? Yes, yeah, indeed. Yeah. Yes. And so, you know, if you don't know about Sharon McConnell Dickerson, she's actually a blind artist that does live castings of blues, and she's going to do um, some castings that day. So that's going to be really neat to see how she works. And then uh, that night will end with a movie night on the lawn. We're showing Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Um, of course, that movie was filmed all over Mississippi, so that'll be neat uh, to see. And that's completely free and open to the public. So that's something that's nice that the MAX is going to be able to offer these events for free. So if you're you know, just looking for something to do on a Saturday night, you can come to a movie night. Um, and then events like that are just going to continue throughout the week. We're going to have make-and-take workshops. Uh, we're going to have lectures on that Sunday by Greg Johnson and Ted Ombi. Um, we're going to have a mini maestro's class Monday, and it's already sold out, so that's exciting. But it's a class for toddlers and their caregivers, and they're going to be making little guitars and things like that to celebrate the life of muddy water. There's going to be a hip-hop dance class. There's going to be yoga. Um, we're having something I'm really excited about is on Tuesday, we're having a Choctaw Day at the Max. So we're celebrating the Mississippi Band of Choctaw Indians because, of course, they've had such a huge impact on arts in Mississippi, from, you know, jewelry to baskets and all of that kind of thing. And so um, we're unveiling a new star on our Walk of Fame right in front of the Max. So this will be the first star that we're actually unveiling in front of the Max. And the Top 12 Social Dancers will be there. And that begins at 445. And then at 6, we're having a beadworking demonstration and a basket weaving demonstration. So that's going to be a really neat day. Um, and then... Uh, Wednesday, we're going to have a day for our veterans. All veterans get in free, and there will be live music and things like that. We'll have a senior citizen workshop that same day on Wednesday. And then, just like I said, little things going on throughout the week, like yoga and hip-hop dance classes. And then we end our week with Jimmy Rogers Festival. And um, that, I think, is mm-hmm. going to be a big event. They're doing Jimmy Rogers Festival a lot different this year. It's where, you know, a lot of the venues in Meridian are putting on different shows, um, the Riley Center will have Old Crow Medicine Show on Friday night, and then we're going to have Tupelo Native Paul Thorne on Saturday, and we're really excited about that. Well, and it's not just a Paul Thorne concert. You've got a really cool um, VIP event called the Paul Thorne Trailer Park Philosopher Experience. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I know earlier this week I saw on his Facebook that there were only like 10 tickets left. So I don't know how many they're down to now, but if you want a ticket for that, you need to get it fast, and you can find those tickets um, on our website. But the Trailer Park Philosopher Experience is going to be really interesting. Uh, Pokemon is not only a musician, he also is a painter. And so he's going to have some of his art in his Airstream trailer, um, and you're going to get a photograph of Pokemon, an autograph. Um, you're going to get one of his Mission Simple Fireworks Revival tambourines, uh, custom bandana, 
And of course, Paul's favorite snack, a can of Spam. So, oh, really nice. As if the original artwork weren't enough, the packet <laughs> of Spam a little, really little takes you over the top. bit of potty meat on the side. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Well, I just I love the um, the synergy there in Meridian right now with the Jimmy Rogers Festival getting yeah. all on board for the grand opening of the Max and really a community coming together to yeah. lift up and celebrate uh, the Riley Center. Of course, has been a wonderful um, cornerstone in the cultural mm-hmm. uh, life of Meridian for quite some time. And you've got the th- historic three foot building coming along as a new hotel. So lots to celebrate there this weekend. A long time of leadership and support both from the Meridian community in terms of a a local tax that helped develop the the museum and then also from the state legislature and again just great leadership on the local level. And what's awesome is just the energy and I know we keep using that word but that's exactly what it is the synergy and energy in Mississippi with the B.B. King Museum opening some a few years ago then the Mississippi Grammy Museum a couple of years ago to now the two museums uh, just last December and now this wonderful monstrosity of beautiful creative art uh, in Meridian. I I mean, it's just a string of great things for Mississippi. I don't think anybody could have planned it any better than this. It is. And one of the main missions of the Max is, you know, to not only get visitors to stop by Meridian and the Max, um, and, you know, we have a good opportunity for that because of where we are on the interstate. But we want people to come to the Max, and then we want our exhibits to inspire people to go all around the state. And so one of the things that you can do at the Max is um, a cultural trails exhibit where you can decide uh, where you can pick a map, and you can either pick a map by a region, or you can pick, you know, if I want to do the music tour or something like that. And so um, we're hoping that that will encourage people to go to the B.B. King Museum or go see... Uh, the Walter Anderson Museum on the coast, or go see Eudora Welty's house, or something like that. So we're hoping that, um, you know, that people's visit won't stop just in Meridian, that they'll continue to visit our state and see what all we have to offer. Very cool. Well, Nicole Etheridge, thank you so much for joining us today. The Mississippi Arts and Entertainment Experience has a grand opening tomorrow, Saturday at 9 a.m. Be there or be square. Check out more information at msarts.org. We're going to take a quick break, but when we get back, we'll speak with artist Sharon McConnell Dickerson. My girl. Don't go far. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. for the arts and music is MPB Music Radio. From classical to bluegrass and everything in between, MPB Music Radio has a sound for every ear. For information on where to find MPB Music Radio, visit mpbonline.org. This is Scott Beretta, host of Highway 61. Each week on the show, we explore a different aspect of the blues tradition. Join me every Saturday night at 10 p.m. and Sunday at 6 p.m., here on MPB. You know that 61 Highway. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller of MississippiToday.org, joined by Camille King of Visit Mississippi. If you're just tuning in before the break, we spoke with Nicole Etheridge with the Mississippi Arts and Entertainment Experience. Their grand opening in Meridian is tomorrow morning at 9 a.m., and then they truly have a week-long calendar of events, ways to get involved, hands-on workshops, and of course, tours of this incredible multimedia mm-hmm. A, you know, advanced technology museum experience. Uh, it's really quite impressive. Now, we also talked a little bit about 
Paul Thorne, who will be in concert in Meridian next weekend as the headliner for the revamped Jimmy Rogers Festival. And I did want to note that here on MPB television on May 7th, the Paul Thorne concert and documentary will air at 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. This is a MPB television original Tywo Gaynor and John Gibson over in MPB TV have done an incredible job documenting this really fascinating character of Paul Thorne. And this this original MPB original documentary has been picked up by over 180 PBS stations throughout the nation. This is major. This is really big news. And uh, hats hats off to our our brothers and our partners over in MPB TV. There you go. So, again, that's uh, May 7th at 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. on MPB TV. It's the Paul Thorne Concert and Documentary. Now, Kamel, moving on, we want to get our good friend, Sharon McConnell Dickerson. She's on the line joining us from Meridian, where she's uh, getting ready for a great weekend uh, to showcase her exhibit. Uh, Welcome, Sharon. Hey, guys. Triple M and Kamel. Good to be with you again. It's so exciting here, and you know I'm in Meridian. Uh, David and I came in uh, yesterday, and you know you were talking about the energy, and and here I am again. The energy, it it's just the buzz around this town is is it's so exciting. Well, they're um, certainly doing good work in Meridian, and I'm so pleased, Sharon. You've um, spent many years Mm -hmm. putting together this incredible arts experience called A Cast of Blues, and it seems so appropriate that this would be the exhibit to really Mm -hmm. uh, kick off, uh, to create that that quality, that bar, that level of artistic excellence expected at a museum like the Max. Now, for our listeners who are not familiar with you, will you talk a little bit about a cast of blues and what you're showing at the Max? Yeah, sure. Um, thank you so much for that. I am very honored to be, um, you know, uh, to be invited to show the cast of blues as their first um, first exhibit in their changing gallery. Um, cast of blues, um, you know what the the visitor will see with the cast of blues is um, several life cast um, masks of uh, blues musicians. And um, they're, they're masks that I modeled uh, with a direct casting um, method where uh, specialized molding material is put on the skin of the subject. And, you know, what you get is an exact impression of their face in life. And um, the work can be touched. I want people to touch the mask to uh, feel things of, about the mask that, you know, you can't see with your eyes. And uh, it, it, the room, I've seen them all. Uh, you know, we installed them last week, and it's it's beautiful. There's tables set up for this evening, and I think, the again, the energy and the space um, and the music playing will just... Um, offer a, a wonderful uh, experience for, for people that see them. Well, Sharon, I want to give you a, a, a compliment, uh, and you know how I feel about you. You know I love you to death. Uh, and I want to give a little backstory. Yes, indeed. Mary Margaret uh, actually introduced me to your work for the first time when she and I took a trip to Delta State, and she told me about it. And I had never been aware of these uh, of these casts. And then I finally met you. And, and before, when I saw them, I thought to myself, working in entertainment, how hard is it to get these, you know, older guys and, and these iconic guys who, you know, traditionally a lot of artists don't just trust people like that. Oh, sure, to get that you know, close. To get that close and to touch them and to be able to sit down and hear their stories and to want to share. And then I met you and I understood why, because wow. she has one of the most electric and kind and godlike spirits that you could ever come across. And we immediately, uh, you know, got in sync. And now and then I was able to see why these people trusted you to come into their home and share their stories and allow you to create these these casts. Oh, thanks. You're making me cry. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it was a, um, you know, it's been 18, 18 years I've been working on this project, and, you know, God's hand has been in it, throughout it, you know, it, it, that's the only explanation of how um, how so many of the musicians and I came together, and, and, and how they 
you know, allowed me to cover up their entire faces and ears and mouths and everything um, and take their, you know, uh, exact impression of their likeness and actually their very DNA into Mm. that mask is, um, there's just no explanation. It's it's God. They, they There was a heart connection, you know. And I spoke with one of those musicians this morning. Uh, Dorothy Moore called me, and she's coming into Meridian this evening. They've invited her. Oh, great. Um, Her mask is not only going to be in the the changing gallery with the others, but they commissioned me um, to create uh, four uh, masks in bronze for the permanent gallery, and Dorothy is one of those um, that was cast in bronze, so she'll be seeing herself. Uh, yes. Uh, her, her twin, her perfect metal twin, <laughs> uh, tonight. So that was really exciting. I, I met Dorothy 18 years ago when I started this project, and we, were, we just couldn't believe it. You know, 18 years, wow, the past. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, now, Karen, uh, Sharon, you have been in Mississippi for some time now, living and working as an artist, uh, giving yeah. back to the community. But you're originally from New England. But as part yeah. of the, the Max experience, you have been listed as part of this museum experience as one of Mississippi's great visual artists. Tell us about uh, that, hearing that for the first time and, and what that meant to you. Yeah, I, I, uh, that, that was a shock. Um, because of the the company, I guess it's uh, listed as a, a Mississippi legend. I think um, one of the artists in the legends category. I, I, that's not me. I'm not the legend. It's the, the oh, people yes, that you I are. cast. No, really, the people that I cast, um, that I worked with, that I just witnessed what they. I was just making a recording, just like a, you know, uh, someone in a music studio uh, is. You know they're behind the scenes making the recording. I'm I'm in front of their mask, just recording their their life, <laughs> lines of life and mustaches and hairdos. So they are the legends. That that's so it's just kind of like I'm I'm acting on their behalf. Let's put it that way, right? <laughs> that's very nice. In my art form, you know. Okay, listen to me as legend. I I know everyone's joking around like, oh yeah, Sharon, she's. She she's always thought she's a legend in her own mind, <laughs> but now I really am. This is there true. You you, you're card carrying yeah, legend. We, we are. We're all. You know. Now, uh, Sharon, you did mention you just recently were commissioned to do four masks in bronze for the Max, which is a wonderful, great thing for the permanent gallery. Are you are you continuing to build out this body of work with Cast of Blues, or do you have another project uh, that you're working on right now? Well, you know, there's always, I, I always want to get my hands in, um, you know, life casting again. Uh, right now, I, I've taken a break from that, you know, just waiting on God again to say, okay, here's another opportunity to cast, let's say, uh, whoever, right? It, I, I'm not sure who it's going to be, but then I'll know. I'll know that moment. I'm still listening, still tuning in, but for right now, I've been uh, I partnered up with an artist friend of mine that's a very close friend, and um, I'm breaking um, mirror and several different uh, types of glasses, you know, smashing windshields and smashing uh, mirrors and Mm. other types of colored glass. Um, I'm using stained glass from Italy um, and putting together different compositions uh, to... Uh, it, it go on my website and see under Glassworks what these compositions look like, um, and like it's very uh, quite a different departure from the mask, which I want everyone to touch. And then this particular show that we've just put up in Oxford at the um, uh, Castle Hill, uh, you can't touch. <laughs> mm-hmm. That you might you might get cut absolutely. Oh yeah, I've got scars on my hands to prove it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, it, so, it, it is. Yeah, a, that's kind of what I'm doing right now. But I'm, I'm sure I will never really get too far from casting. And uh, Saturday, my husband and I will be doing a, a hands-on uh, demo and, and a little talk about um, what a life cast is, how to do it, 
and we're using our models will be several staff members from the MACs who have had their hand uh, in this project. So we're, we're making a, a, a one big long casting of their hands connected. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah, very different. I'm not going to mess up anybody's face, uh, you know, this weekend, but uh, we're going to get the hands of the Macs together uh, for a piece that they can have in their administrative offices. Very symbolic. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah. And thank you, Kamel, for your recordings on Dr. Ferris's pictures, which are joining the cast of Blues. You can see them in the the gallery, uh, black and white photography, and, of course, so many people out there know of Dr. Ferris's work and, and his book, um, uh, Give My Poor Heart Ease. And that's a, a selection of those photographs are on the walls in the gallery. And Kamel King um, read all of the text stories for those um, pictures uh, for the audio version. So you can hear uh, Kamel in character. You know, he gave... <laughs> He gave his voice, you know. The, How the wonderful. Subject, yep, the subject. Learn something new every day. <laughs> so, Kamel, I've listened to him, and they're wonderful. Oh, well, thank you just for the well, opportunity. You listen to your bad self. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go. Well, thank you, Sharon. I really appreciated that opportunity. It was so much fun. Are we going to see you all this weekend? Well, I'm, I'm hopefully going to make it to the uh, gala tonight. I'm Good. really trying to make that. Yeah, you do that. Well, Sharon, I won't see you this weekend, but I do hope our paths cross soon, cross soon oh, yes. and appreciate you making time to call in today. Again, um, the Cast of Blues Artist Demo with Sharon McConnell Dickerson will take place uh, tomorrow, Saturday, April 28th from 2 to 3.30 p.m. at the Max. This is a free admission workshop program, so make sure to check it out. You can also see more of Sharon's work at McConnellDickersonArt.com. It's time for us to take our final break, but when we we get back we'll return to the show with musical guest r&b group compositions don't go anywhere because you don't want to miss what's coming up on next stop mississippi Informative MPB news stories, the local shows you love, up-to-date severe weather info, and a state and worldwide reach telling the story of Mississippi. You're listening to MPB Think Radio. Mississippi Public Broadcasting is pleased to announce an innovative new way you can support us. Change by Soft Giving allows you to round up your change from everyday purchases and donate it to MPB. Sign up today by visiting mpbonline.org support. From there, securely link your credit or debit card information to start rounding up your change. Your contributions allow us to continue providing smart, entertaining, and engaging programming to Mississippians. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Allow Me to Love You by Compositions. I'm Mary Margaret Miller of MississippiToday.org with Kamel King of Visit Mississippi. And now it's time for the musical yes. segment. We are welcoming to the show two guests, Juan Knott and Larry Armstrong of Compositions. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Oh, wait. We've got a dial tone. There we go. Hello. Larry, is, is this Larry on the line? This is Larry on the line. Yes, Hi. Welcome to the show, Larry. Glad to have you back. Yes. Hey, thank you so much. We appreciate it. 
Well, look, I got to start it off. You know I'm big fans of y'all, but listeners, if y'all have never seen compositions, uh, their their female group love notes, them with the horns, them with their bands, y'all have not seen a show. These guys <laughs> are magnetic. I mean, just on fire. Wow. Man, wow. you know what, I, so what I feel Thank about y'all. Well, tell, tell our listeners how you guys came together and how long you've been performing and just all of the different places and different things that Compositions has, have done. Oh, man, that's a loaded question. It's been a long time. Man. We got together uh, probably about 20 years ago, to be honest. About 20 years ago, we were Jackson State University's quartet, and uh, we performed with them in Chicago. We performed with them uh, in Memphis. We did a whole tour with them at one given point. And then we thought to ourselves, you know what? Once we graduated, we could actually take this thing on the road. <laughs> and so we went and we performed with them. Uh, we uh, got together. Did uh, I think that was during the time, of course, Boys to Men was, was a, a major act during that time. So we kind of did the, the four-man a cappella harmony deal. And uh, that grew into about maybe 15 years ago. We were um, at Poets as a club in Jackson mm. many, many moons ago called Poets, right over on Lakeland Drive. And we cr- we ran across uh, Robert from Meet the Press. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. Fantastic mm-hmm. musician, fantastic band. Um, and he kind of looked at us. We, we did a, one song. He was like, you know what? You guys ought to do, uh, you know, you know, some Temptations. We said, yeah, we know my girl. We kind of, we were playing around with a little bit. And uh, at that point, we kind of got up on stage as opposed to we did uh, My Girl, and that became the Temptations Review situation that we, we find ourselves in. And that grew into Motown, and uh, it, it's allowed us to go all over the country, all over the world. It really has. It's been a real blessing to do it. Now, Juan, uh, we have Juan not on the line, too, don't we? Yes, I'm here. Juan. Man, I, I do want to ask you guys, in a um, in an era where groups and performers don't move around, don't dance, mm. they stand in one spot, they serenade people from one spot, you guys have always been consummate performers. Every time I've seen you guys, you leave nothing but sweat on the stage every time. <laughs> what gave you guys the drive to do it and made you always want to stand out performance-wise? Bridget Archer. Mm. Oh, I love Bridget. Yeah, yeah Bridget Archer. Um, and the shock and awe thing, uh, a, a long time ago, we were about to do a, a, a talent show. Uh, and we were actually talking to this guy. Y'all y'all may know him. His name is Lee King. <laughs> My pops. Lee Camille yeah. King's sweet Lee father. King told us, anytime we hit that stage, you snatch the audience and you grab them and you pull them to you. Wow. And that is like, okay. And every time now, if we're doing anything, the first question is, okay, you know, what's the reception? Like, the goal is to get the audience and pull them to you. And so if that's the case, then everything we do has to revolve around that philosophy. Absolutely. Now, when we had you guys on the show uh, before, you told a story about how you uh, first started practicing uh, these this wonderful choreography, and it has to do with a Coke bottle. And I had never heard of this before. Mm. Can you That's share that again thing. with our listeners? Yes. Well, Bridget Archer, well, at the time, now, we were just getting started. We had, we had never done a gig. This was all on, like, from what Jericho said about us being uh, at Poets. We did some stuff. Robert said, listen, and, it, and I don't know if he mentioned it, but at the time, we weren't even really together as a group. We kind of had went our separate ways because everybody, you know, Larry was thinking about heading to medical school. I was thinking about heading to law school. Like, we were like, you know what, let's just go live our lives. But we kept hanging out. So that was, was a little weird. But we, we kept hanging out. And just that night, we just so happened to say, you know what, guys, y'all make me sick, but let's meet at Poets. <laughs> <laughs> so Robert called us up, and so then he said, y'all need to take this on the road. Okay, so at this time, we're all teaching, except I think Brian was working at Casual Mill Big and Tall. And so we we would meet up. We went to Bridget. Bridget is so sweet. Her demeanor, okay, y'all come on. I help whatever I can do, da 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 So sweet. We're like, okay, Bridget, you know, we love Bridget. You know, church with us in Amazon. We just, hey, Bridget, we love you. Yeah, but little did we know when we got to the mm-hmm. second spot, it was a different Bridget. <laughs> a okay, different so, Bridget, he says. <laughs> a whole different Bridget. So here's what happened with the Coke bottle. We would always come in with, with water or some, some beverage because we knew Bridget was going to literally work the sweat out of us. 
So she, we was practicing, and she was like, okay, if you're on stage, what are you singing to? I said, the audience. She, I think she hit me. I was wrong. <laughs> well, what am I saying? She said, you're singing in the mic. You over, your mic is here. You're over there. How are you going to sing in the mic if you're over there and the mic is right here? I think she hit me again after that. I didn't even say anything. I just got hit. She, she hit so then me. I remember that. She, she said, go get your water bottle. Go get your, your Mountain Dew bottle, your Coke bottle, all right? Sit it in front of you. That's your mic. If you kick it and knock it over, you just knock over your mic stand and you mess up the whole show. I love it. Wow. I, I think that's just brilliant. That's crazy. Something uh, someone like me, a non-performer, would never think about. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, that element of a show. It's mm-hmm. great. It's great. Mm-hmm. And it really does exemplify the sort of work and thought that goes into a composition's performance. Yeah. So tonight you guys are performing at the Black Tie Gala that's part of the opening of the Mississippi Arts and Entertainment Experience, the grand opening gala there in Meridian. Starts at 7.30 tonight. So what can folks expect from compositions at this huge celebration? I think um, he actually spoke to a shock and awe. We're going to have a great time. I think the biggest part for us is to make sure that the audience feels exactly what we're doing performing. And we want them to feel as if they're performing with us. And they will at some point start performing with us. We're going to bring microphones out. We're going to have the girls that are going to be there. You have the horns that are going to be there. It's going to be almost like we reset back to night to the 1960s and 70s mm. during the heydays of Motown. And I think it's going to be an amazing event. Uh, first of all, it's an amazing event, an amazing opportunity. And we really want to thank uh, the Gala for allowing us to be one of the first acts to actually come out there and, and, and present. That's, going to be that's great. right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and I think that's, that's an amazing accomplishment uh, already. But our job, as we always feel again, is to leave it all out on stage. Leave it all out on the stage and make sure that everyone leaves there smiling and singing. I want you singing composition songs, temptation songs. Uh, Martha Reese and the Vandellas next week when you're having a bad week and they you remember how great the show was. <laughs> there you go. That's wonderful. Well, Larry Armstrong, why not? Love having you guys here. They're just a, a few of the guys in compositions, a wonderful, and incredible performing group out yes. of Jackson, Mississippi. Incredible. We want to thank you, our listeners, for traveling with us today and thank all of our guests for joining us this morning. Calvin Phelps with the Macomb Music and Heritage Festival, Nicole Etheridge with the Max. Artist Sharon McConnell Dickerson and music group compositions. Next Stop Mississippi was produced by Michelle McAdoo. For Kamel King, I'm Mary Margaret Miller. Stay tuned for Seven Remedy for Women and join us next week for another great trip on Next Stop Mississippi, only on MPB Think Radio. Get wet and have a good time.